At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. Your official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Podcast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to be with you here once again on the HHC, a winning edition as the Hornets claim a 123-122 to win on opening night over the Indiana Pacers. We'll break it down in every which way and talk about a special moment uh, really throughout the day inside Spectrum. Center honoring often the late great Rick Bennell of the Charlotte Observer. We'll talk about some of the things the Hornets will be doing in his memory and just a little bit more about our memories about a great man, a great a member of our Charlotte Hornets community. Helping me out on all these topics, he's the director of player programs. We affectionately call him the mayor of Spectrum Center. Matt Carroll back with us once again here on the Hornets Hivecast. Matt, good to have you. Sam, great to be back. What a fun day. I've been looking forward to this game for a long time and it's great to have some fans in the building so looking forward to this podcast it certainly was and we'll talk later about that that impact and you know what it meant to have the crowd but briefly i don't know that we really took it for granted per se but just the impact what it means to have fans be a part of this game they really are the soundtrack the heartbeat if you will of the nba to have them back in the building it made all the difference they fed off the players and the players certainly fed off them they sure did and you know just kind of talking to the players you know before the game you know what i'd love to see in here is that you know they they had anxiety they were nervous now you always had that before game one but the fact that they were talking about hey we have fans in the building they're going to be sitting on the court you know last season fans weren't permitted you know 15 to 30 feet you know to the court so they were that far away and you couldn't really you know get just get the normal feel what it's like to have fans in the energy so I think just the fact that you had energy, you had fans, you had noise, players were really excited and a little nervous for that tonight. And there was a lot to be noisy about. A come from behind 123-122 to victory for the Hornets. Charlotte trailed by as many as 23 in this one, but fought their way back. Before we get to our stars of the night, 
give me your your top number, your top stat, your top focal point for this one because it was really an exciting, thrilling game. But what was your biggest takeaway from this huge win over the Indiana Pacers to open the season? You know, I think the biggest thing that stuck out to me was the Hornets took a hundred and seven shots. I don't, I can't remember the last time I've seen a stat sheet that said a hundred and seven field goal attempts. So. They made 46 of those, but the Pacers only took 90. So the the Hornets got 17 more field goal attempts. That was something that stuck out to me that I really have not noticed in a long time with this Hornets team. Most definitely. And sometimes when that happens, you then look at the free throw column and say, oh, well, the Pacers attempted 20 more free throws, so there's your difference. The possessions start to even out a little bit more. But that wasn't the case. The Hornets took more free throws than the Pacers. They actually lost the rebounding battle, which I thought was going to be the biggest stat. The biggest stat really ended up being turnovers. Charlotte took care of the basketball. Eight turnovers for the Hornets, leading to eight Pacers points. Indiana turned it over 17 times, leading to 22 Charlotte points. That ends up being the difference in this one. The other big difference, I thought, was the defense coming out of the halftime locker room. For the most part, this was a game where three out of four quarters, the Pacers scored 34 or more points, and basically every quarter, Charlotte was averaging right around 30 points per quarter. So something had to change, and it was that spirit, that defensive intensity coming out of the locker room that helped the Hornets to a plus 20 third quarter and eventually that was enough to give them the victory. It sure was. And you talk about those turnovers. To me, that was something that was huge. You look at the preseason, the Hornets had some flashes of sloppiness. And I think that's something that, you know, with this team can happen. When you have a player like LaMelo Ball that is so exciting and risk-taking and pushes the tempo, you're going to have turnovers. But to take care of the ball the way they did, and I say the second thing, as you mentioned, coming out of the half defensively, finding a way to get back into this game. The defense was not there in the first half. They were getting beat off the dribble. They were getting easy shot attempts for the Pacers. The Hornets just weren't locked in defensively. Coach Brego made adjustments. They came out the second half with a different mentality in the defensive end and they were just ready to go, and that changed the game. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think generally speaking, this was not a very good defensive game for the most part for the Hornets. Some of that is Demonis Sabonis. He is a problem for everyone in the NBA. This isn't just a Charlotte thing. He's one of the great players in the game today, and he played like it tonight. But generally speaking, it wasn't the best defensive uh, execution, I would say, for the Hornets, with the exception of the third quarter and the final four seconds, which we'll talk about a little bit later on here. But right away, Matt, I want to get to our stars of the night who is your star of this win there's two probably stars i think that you would have to give credit to and i'm not sure who you're going to say but i think most people might say lamello ball lamello was fantastic 31 points nine rebounds seven assists but i love the fact as a former shooter that he made seven three seven for nine from three but he wasn't my number one tonight i have to go with gordon hayward gordon didn't even play in the preseason you know gordon was a guy that basically the last couple games was not dressed, had some health safety protocols that he had to stay out and miss a few games, but he came in ready to go. And when that happens, Sam, you know, you just never know how a guy's going to respond. When you miss a couple games, you miss a couple weeks, you're not practicing, what kind of rhythm, what kind of wind, what kind of legs are they going to have? And I didn't really know what to expect from Gordon, but I did not expect him tonight to come out with 27 points. And what was really impressive about those 27 was he started slow, right, which I think you would expect, or at least I expected, just because he missed some time. But that second half, you know you're a big-time player. You know you're a star when you continue to be aggressive, to hunt your shots, third quarter, fourth quarter. 
He was the man. They were going to him. LaMelo's looking for him. Try to get him the ball. End of the game, Coach Brego's running plays for Gordon. Get him the guy to get, get the big shots at the end. He's that kind of player. Everybody knows it. I just didn't know if that was going to happen for Gordon tonight. But he showed pretty quickly after the first half. He shook off a little bit of rust, and he came ready to go in that second half. Agreed. After the contest, head coach James Borrego talked about the performance from Gordon Hayward. I felt like he got his second win. He hasn't played a game in over six months in the NBA. So we knew you know, it was going to take him a minute to, to get a second win. But I thought I started to see a little more in the second quarter better in the third. And I think he found, you know, he still had some juice down the stretch, obviously in the fourth quarter. So uh, hopefully it's only upward from here, but when you haven't played in six months, that's a difficult challenge. But I thought he was great tonight. Fantastic. He's like the Gordon that we saw six months ago, you know, before the injury. So I thought he was fantastic tonight. I think by my count, he had either 13 or 14 points in that fourth quarter. Huge, huge day for Gordon Hayward. Good pick there, Matt. My pick, you're going to leave him there for me. I'll take him. Uh, Leading scorer, LaMelo Ball, 31 points. As you mentioned, he knocks down seven threes, tying his career high. Flirted with a a double-double, if not a triple-double, quite frankly. Nine rebounds and seven assists. I thought he really looked strong out there. No post-injury effects from that fractured wrist last year. He looks kind confident. He looked clean with the jumper and the handle. Uh, really smart with the basketball. Only two turnovers out there compared to those seven assists. And as you mentioned, just his awareness of what his team needed in the moment. When they needed a spark offensively, LaMelo Ball was able to provide it. LaMelo Ball showing off the handle. Pass to Washington. Gets it right back. Long three on the way. Yes, sir! LaMelo Ball, 7-3. That would be the number he would end at. But he also, Matt, had the awareness, as you mentioned, to recognize late in the fourth quarter, hey, Gordon's the hot hand. He's the guy we need to play through right now and is unselfish enough to give him the ball. And that, that's rare, you know, to be as young as he is, second year in the league, to have recognition when you're having an incredible game yourself offensively. He's knocking threes down, he's banking threes, and it was just his night offensively. But in the fourth quarter, to know that, hey, Gordon Hayward, He's hot. Let's go to him. Let's keep feeding him. Let's feed the fire. And he did that. I'm impressed with the recognition that LaMelo had during a game when he was fantastic, too. Just two of the stars of the night, but probably the biggest ones and and maybe the biggest for the team. I know Terry Rozier is going to have a lot of big nights for the Hornets and several other players will as well. But Gordon Hayward and LaMelo Ball are going to be two of the pillars of this franchise, uh, certainly this season. And they were in the big 123-122 to opening night win over the Pacers. Much more to come as we break this one down here on the Hornets Hivecast. I get allergy care from the doctors at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates who know how to treat me, not just my symptoms. Now that my allergies are under control, I can ride my bike whenever I want, just like I did as a kid. Senta offers allergy testing and a wide range of treatment in North and South Carolina. Play like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber and Hornets Director of Player Programs and a former NBA great himself, Matt Carroll, with us here tonight on the HHC. Matt, a big win for the Hornets. In a lot of ways, the loss to the Pacers to end last season in the play-in tournament was part of the fuel that helped get the Hornets working as hard as possible for this season. In the last couple of days, they kind of pumped the brakes on, hey, this is this is the, the be-all, end-all. We've got to get revenge against these guys and, and continue to say, hey, it's one of 82. But some games just mean a little bit more than others, and this one seemed to to the Hornets. 
It really did. You know, you talk about a revenge game after how last season ended, but the first game of the season, everybody's ready for that one. You've been looking forward to this the entire offseason, and the first half didn't go as the Hornets planned, but the second half they came out with fire, they made adjustments, and just the great energy that led to the victory. Hornets get the 123-122 to victory over the Pacers. One element of this game, something that was revealed from the Hornets here last night, was the depth of this franchise you look up and down the roster you see a lot of very very recent first and second round picks and they are going to have their moments there's a lot of talent in that locker room but it's tough to depend on rookies and young players in big games like this and yet charlotte even without terry rozier somewhat unexpectedly or or maybe a little bit suddenly uh, not being available to play in the opener still went nine deep still got significant contributions from cody martin and jalen mcdaniels and and on and on and on this was an impressive display i'd have to agree with that you you know you look what coach brago did he went with his experience he went with the veteran guys the guys that have played games in the nba that know what opening night's like the young guys the rookies they didn't really play tonight but that's that that's pretty normal i think so you know you look at the roster though you have a lot of players that haven't touched the floor in game one but have the ability to make a huge impact this season you know just to name a couple you know i think james book Knight's going to have some big moments this season i think we got a flash of what he can do offensively and i think the other guy that you know people are going to be talking about in the in the future for sure is kai jones but i think kai's going to find minutes at that center position as this season goes along he's a guy that you can put in to give you great energy he's a big time athlete can just change maybe the momentum of the game with what he can bring those are two guys that come to mind real quick that i think will get opportunities this season yeah one one kind of funny stat, I guess. The only rookie that played tonight in the game was Chris Duarte of the Indiana Pacers, and even though he's an NBA rookie, he's 24 years old. He's older than Miles Bridges, LaMelo Ball, Jalen McDaniels. He is older than uh, pretty much everyone but Ish Smith. Uh, Kelly Oubre is 25, and he's been in the league seven years. So uh, Duarte, brilliant rookie performance with 27 points for the Pacers. He's not your normal rookie. We'll, we'll leave it uh, there for that one. Let's go to our subtle stars of this game. We, we talked about how LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward were kind of uh, the top line performers for Charlotte, but who was someone that had a performance that really contributed to the win, but is maybe not going to draw the accolades of those two leading scorers. Sam, for me, this is a no-brainer. You know, you're wondering who's going to fill the gap for Terry Rozier. And I think that the number one person for that, obviously, is Ish Smith. Hands down, no question. He came in the game, he was ready to go. He had 14 points, five assists was just aggressive you know we needed some scoring in that first half he was the guy stepping up making shots making plays he's a point guard he's got experience he's a veteran he can really distribute the ball and push the pace but i was so impressed how he stepped up and made shots tonight for the hornets so he was a subtle star for me i like it ish smith finding ways to make an impact there on night one for him his 12th nba franchise but he finally gets to play for his hometown of charlotte i like the pick my subtle star is going to be pj washington and he is going to have a big role this season there's no doubt about it whether he starts or continuously comes off the bench that'll remain to be seen but whenever minutes he's playing they are going to be impactful as a big time scorer off the bench and also the relief center to mason Plum. He did not have a good shooting night, but in the biggest moments of this game, it wasn't LaMelo Ball, it wasn't Gordon Hayward, it was P.J. Washington who made the plays. He had the offensive rebound to earn the free throws. 
He made both the free throws to tie and then take the lead in the game. And then on the final play, the guy who had been maybe the most dominant player on the floor throughout the night, Damanis Sabonis, got the ball for the Pacers, and here's how P.J. Washington performed. Here we go. Holiday inbounds to Sabonis. Muscling in against P.J. Washington. Goes baseline. Jumper up. It's a miss. That's the ball game. Hornets win. They hang on. 123 to 122 and after a frustrating offensive night it's P.J. Washington playing D forcing the fall away from Sabonis he could not connect and Buzz City wins on opening night Matt I just can't say enough about what P.J. Washington was able to do. There's a lot of players who, if their shot doesn't work, the rest of their game doesn't either. Uh, P.J.'s shot, he had an off night and was still in the biggest, most consequential moments of the game. He came through for the Hornets. He did. He was clutch. Those two free throws were huge. And some people don't realize how hard it is to, to make two free throws. You know, when all the pressure's on at the end of the game, when you're not having a great offensive or shooting game yourself, you got to clear your mind, got to knock them down. Uh, he stepped up. He got rebounds, but he had an impact on the game. He's the type of player where even if his shot isn't going down, and we know he's going to have games where, what heck, his first game as a rookie, he made seven threes and set the NBA record. So very capable scorer. We'll have big nights for the Hornets this season. But what you got to love about P.J. is that when he's not having a great offensive night, he will find ways to impact the game through his rebounding, his defense, and as tonight, he had the clutch free throws. So very excited for him to do that. He certainly got the job done. Hornets win 123-122. to They are 1-0 to start this 2021-2022 season. One segment left to go, and we want to talk about a, a great friend to us here with the Hornets, just a, a tremendous person who we lost all too soon, Rick Bunnell, who was honored last night at Spectrum Center. We'll talk about some of the things the Hornets are putting into place to honor the late, great Rick Bunnell after this here on the Hornets Hivecast. Be sure to check out the Hornets Fan Shop at Spectrum Center. Now open Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Check out all the newest Hornets gear or grab a new pair of J's. It's an easy trip on the light rail or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 at HornetsFanShop.com. Sam Farber and Hornets Director of Player Programs Matt Carroll here with you on the HHC. Matt, a great night last night for the Hornets winning 123-122 over the Indiana Pacers to start the year 1-0, but this entire offseason and right up to and through opening night, a lot of people have been operating, especially on the media side, with a heavy heart. We lost the great Rick Bunnell, really the only beat writer covering the Hornets throughout the entire existence of Charlotte professional basketball. He was covering the team for the Charlotte Observer from the franchise's inaugural 1988-89 season all the way through last season, the pandemic season, and then suddenly, tragically, passed away June 1st at the age of 63, really way, way too young. And he has been honored throughout the offseason as he deserves to be. He will continue to be honored here at Spectrum Center. Um, But as we start this topic, let's hear from head coach James Borrego, who has consistently and constantly through the offseason found ways to recognize Rick. There's so much respect for that man, not just here in Charlotte, but throughout the NBA. Here's what JB had to say to open up opening night at Spectrum Center. Here were his comments. Before we get started, you know, I just want to honor Rick Bunnell again. Obviously, he's been here for a number of years and uh, it was an honor to work with him, a man that loved the sport, loved the city, gave so much uh, to this community, and feels a little strange without him, you know, opening night. But 
we honor him, and it's, it's great that the organization as a whole will honor him. And he'll always be a part of our, our team, our community, our organization. And uh, it's great that we get to honor his family tonight. But just I wanted to, to start, start that today because we miss him. We miss him. He's a, he's a, he was a dear friend and someone that I had a lot of respect for. Matt, those sentiments I, I know were echoed throughout the NBA. What were some of your takeaways from what was done for Rick Bennell and his family last night and, and just your experience with the man? Yeah, I think it was a fantastic tribute to Rick. Obviously, extremely sad, you know, as Coach had mentioned. I mean, everybody that, you know, got a chance to know Rick, to work with him, you know, he was great at what he did. You know, he has such a special craft at, at being a, a great writer and, and, you know, talking about the team over all these years and, and painting pictures to get a feel for what the, the Hornets are like. And, uh, you know, I had a chance to work with him as a player, you know, seven seasons as a player here in Charlotte. And I, I really enjoyed, you know, my, my conversations with him after, you know, all the games and all the practices. You know, I can just have so many memories talking to him about basketball. And even before we kind of get into the interviews after games and practices, we would talk about other things too. You know, he was a Syracuse guy, and we'd always have a little banter about Syracuse and Notre Dame and the original Big East and everything. So, a lot of great memories, and really enjoyed my time with him and respected him, you know, for everything he did as a professional, but liked him, as Coach said, as a friend also, you know, because we had a relationship off the court. And it, it's sad, you know, it's very sad, but I think what the Hornets have done, I think the tribute that they did last night was incredible, you know, with his family to celebrate all the, you know, wonderful work he's done. and the impact he's had, you know, on the organization, in the community, uh, I thought was just tremendous. So just a great honor for him and he'll be dearly missed and, you know, have nothing but great things to say about my relationship with him over time as a player. And then, you know, post-career too, working as a broadcaster and different things too. Most definitely. And the honor for Rick Bennell and his family, it, it does not stop at this uh, most recent offseason. It does not stop on opening night in the moment of silence. His legacy is going to live on and the Hornets are doing their part to make sure that happens. The Charlotte Hornets Foundation has created the Rick Bunnell Memorial Scholarship. It will award $10,000 annually to a journalism student enrolled at a North Carolina college or university. Journalism students can start applying for that online today. Also, throughout this season, or starting with this season, I should say, the Rick Bunnell Award will be given annually to a Hornets player that best represents himself and the franchise with professionalism and cooperation with regards to his interactions with the media. There will be an on-court trophy presentation with the award winner prior to a Hornets game later on this year, and the Spectrum Center Media and Employee Entrance will be rebranded as the Rick Bunnell Media and Employee Entrance. There's a photo collage of images from Bunnell's career that's going to greet media members as they enter into the media workrooms, fitting tributes for a great, great writer and a great, great person. And let me just say, this isn't common. There's a lot of great writers out there, but to do it as long as he did for one city with the love he had for Charlotte and the love he had for the game, this was a special, special person. And I'm very grateful that I was able to have at least one year of interactions with Rick Bunnell. He had a huge impact on me and on a lot of people. And, And we've seen it throughout the NBA, other media members, players, some of whom didn't have the greatest of runs in Charlotte, still... When he passed, when Rick Bunnell passed, made a point to recognize him for his professionalism and his work and what kind of person he was. He was a rare, rare person in the game and uh, just glad that the Hornets have found ways to recognize him throughout this year and in perpetuity. So our thanks to Rick Bunnell and his family for sharing him with us 
And for all that he did for Charlotte, Rick Bonnell gone too soon at the age of 63, and his legacy will certainly live on here in Charlotte. Matt Carroll, thanks as always for joining us. It's always more fun to do after a win. You're 1-0 to start the new season. I like the sound of that. Let's keep that going, Sam. I like it. We will get you back on the podcast soon, but thanks as always for joining us. And thanks to all of you for tuning in as well. We will have another podcast for you tomorrow. Our preview podcast of Game 2 as the Hornets hit the road to take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Till next time, for Rob Longo, our producer, Matt Carroll, our guest host here tonight, and everyone who's a part of the Hornets Sidecast, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege, and we'll talk to you next time here on the HHC. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.